2: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
1: This is KJ and Lyons, KJ Carson and John Lyons, right now on WEEI. Now they have the numbers they had last year pretty well established. Are you confident that the offense is yeah. physically, but also the group of tools
0: that answer? Yeah. Yeah, I think you, you never know, right? They're gonna, they can do whatever they want. They can blitz eleven people if they want, and uh, you just got to be prepared and have a, a toolbox to use and make sure everyone's on the same page. Um, it takes all eleven guys, um, but you know you got to go out there and play fast too. So, uh, looking forward to doing that. Feel like we have we've seen our defense for a few months now they do a lot of stuff but so does philly and they're very experienced front um great dbs great linebackers so it's really really a tough challenge um, but looking forward to playing them
1: kj and lions weei good saturday to you 617-779-7937 text line 37937 37937- it is a show them what you got, Mac Jones. It's not going to take all eleven guys. It's going to take all thirty three. Offense, special teams, defense. John Lyons. Good afternoon, and we're less. We're just over twenty four hours away from probably one of the more. How can I best put it? Um, telltale seasons in Patriots history, right? Because we're in year three after the dynasty. It's going on. Decisions have to be made. We'll get into some of those. But are you confident? in a win tomorrow from the Patriots.
3: Well, we are 27 and a half hours away from the return of Tom Brady. How many KJ? minutes Not that, that I'm counting down. <laughs> not, not that I'm counting down at all, but look. Baby months here? <laughs> I was just talking about this with Ken and Curtis on their yeah. show before we came on, and Look, if I had more faith in the Patriots' offensive line, I very well might pick them. I mean, week one, we know wacky stuff happens. I think the Patriots are going to be a much better team than they were a year ago. I don't know how many wins that will necessarily translate into. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to jump from 8 to 11 or 8 to 12, but could they jump from 8 to 9 and play a lot better because their schedule's so tough? Yeah, but I think for the Patriots tomorrow, obviously you want to win the game. But if you can't do that, I think you want to see progress, and you want to see them hang with the Eagles throughout the game. You want to see Mac Jones look better than he did a year ago. You want to see that offensive line look better than it did for long stretches of last year. And you want to see the defense, which many people, myself included, have been hyping up, play pretty well against arguably the best offense they're going to face all year.
1: Yeah, but you know what's interesting about the NFL season is game one doesn't necessarily relate to a team's previous, their last game from the previous season, right? So if if you're the Patriots and you're watching Thursday Night Football like we are, you're like, well, hey, Detroit was supposed to be summons up for the Lions, for the Chiefs, even if there wasn't a Travis Kelsey, that the Chiefs were supposed to dominate that game, and it didn't happen. And then with tomorrow's game being a 4 o'clock game, gives the team a chance to see if other teams in the league come with upsets. I think that kind of feeds it. Now, call me crazy if you want, tin hat man, I get it. But if there is a path... For the Patriots to win tomorrow, it's really through emotions and Eagles being asleep at the wheel with new coordinators. So, I, look, I, do I? If you ask me, where's my? If I bet, I'm not betting on the game tomorrow just because I don't like betting against Belichick when he has all the he has all the research and you're coming in with all the noise. It, it doesn't necessarily mean you come and bring a bunch of noise. So, in a way, I kind of like the Patriots' chances just a little bit more just because of Belichick's ability to pregame years in advance for this game.
3: Yeah, and I think when it comes to the Eagles' offense, if we're being fair here, mobile quarterbacks is something that have given the Patriots a lot of trouble over the past few years. Lamar Jackson has had a lot of success against them. Josh Allen has had a lot of success against them. Right? So they've had trouble, and I know those are you know elite-level guys, but they've had trouble when they've played – mobile quarterbacks who are also good passers. And I know there's more examples beyond just those two. And I wonder, are the Patriots finally going to figure out the mobile quarterback thing? Because we've seen over the last few years through the draft, through free agency, one common theme among a lot of the defensive players they've added, great athletes, right? Like Kyle Duggar, great right. athlete. Marcus Jones, great athlete. We know Jonathan Jones is already here. He's a great athlete too. But up front, Christian Barmore, Josh Uche, Matt Judon, all these guys are great athletes, and is that kind of they've taken their steps to combat these mobile quarterback issues. And I also think this is a week that Malik Cunningham can be really valuable as a scout team player because he's the only thing they have even close to a mobile quarterback, and he's not nearly the passer we know Jalen Hurts is. But it seems like they've been trying for a few years now to build up a defense to address all the mobile quarterbacks they're going to face. And KJ, this is just the tip of the iceberg. Like They're going to face Jalen Hurts, but they have to face Josh Allen twice. They have to face Aaron Rodgers twice. They have to face Mahomes. They have to face Anthony Richardson, presumably Russell Wilson if he's still the starter at the end of the year. Dak Prescott in week four. Like They have a lot of mobile quarterbacks who are also good passers on their schedule. So they need for their defense to be better at it, and their arguably biggest test is going to be week one because not only is Hurts – a coming off a great season and a, a great quarterback and mobile quarterback but the rest of that offense is, is loaded in its own right
1: kj and lions weei get in the conversation 617-779-7937 text line three seven coming up in about 30 minutes the debut of the lion's den is it a big roar or a meow i even did production for you for this john yeah, I'm I you, honored. You you have production that goes along with it. It's not just something we step into. The Lions then coming at about one forty. All right, you mentioned the defense and their struggles last year chasing after mobile quarterbacks. I think the Patriots defense, like as you went further back in the line, like off defensive line, then linebackers, then sit, then the uh, corners and your defensive backs, they're one of the only teams in the league where they got older as you went further back into the defense. So now, like you mentioned, with the younger players out there, here's Matthew Judon and his thoughts about chasing after Jalen Hurts tomorrow. Progression, honestly. Uh, first year, uh, kind of stuck to what he knew best, uh, stuck to his guns. And as he gets more comfortable in the offense and uh, and in the NFL, and obviously becomes the player, you know, uh, potential MVP caliber player that he is. Uh, you know, he's seeing things differently, calling audibles, Uh, running the offense. And that's what you see from confident quarterbacks. Uh, They come in young, uh, really don't kind of know what's going on. And then by the third, fourth year, they're uh, controlling the offense, uh, calling their calls, and understanding what the OC uh, wants to see from them and uh, the progressions and throughout the read. So uh, I think he's just going to continue to get better and better. You know what's interesting, John, is I wonder if there's a tape that Belichick is looking at specifically, and that's a couple years ago, Jalen Hurts and that loss at Tampa in the playoffs, where there was just a lot of mistakes that happened. If there's something that Belichick is really good at, is bringing out the worst in their opponent, right? And and this is why I say there may be a small window. Now, don't laugh at me, but I played the trial version of Madden uh, 24, right? And so... I played one game as the Patriots, another game as the Eagles, and the Patriots won both games. Now, look, that may not be any science, but there was a key element in there, and this is what I think gives the Patriots a chance. If they can get Jalen Hurts to turn the ball over twice, maybe an interception, maybe a fumble, preferably giving it up on the ground like a fumble recovery trying to you know scoot for some extra yards, then I think you have a chance to get some short-yarded situations, a chance to not have have the Patriots defense go as far to try and get seven points. So if they can get Jalen Hurts to turn the ball over a couple of times, preferably something that turns the field over and makes it very short – I think that's the window to the Patriots winning tomorrow.
2: So is that a high Madden rating for the Pats defense or a low Madden rating for Jalen Hurts in terms of ball security? Well it or was is
3: it a high, low rating
1: for KJ.
2: KJ's playing
1: ability, right? That's the other part of that. that's a factor. Now, hey, when I played with the Patriots, I played virtually the perfect game. Run, run, play action when you needed to play action. You were able to get some deep throws to Juju Smith Schuster. Devontae Parker had a nice catch as well. How many so- times
2: did you ask Madden? That's the only one thing I want to know.
1: Ask Madden. Oh, like, no, I totally did coaches' suggestions, right? So I don't I, – that's how I called all the plays. Coaches' suggestions. Go at one of the plays they put in front of you so that way you're not, like, you know, just running everything the same goal line play from your, your own two-yard line. So, look, I think that's what has to happen. So the Patriots have to play an offense that's almost immaculate with zero mistakes, and, and that includes penalties. This goes to the offensive line situation as well. But if you can get Jalen Hurts to turn the ball over – To give that Patriots offense short field, that's how they beat the Eagles.
3: I'm really glad you brought up that 2021 playoff game against Tampa Bay because I think that after that game, we looked at Mac Jones as a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts, like that offseason. Obviously, things have completely flipped, and Hurts had a fantastic year and has earned it. But in that game, what I think Tampa Bay did really well is they made Hurts pause a second in the pocket like it, he wasn't just throwing to wide open guys in his right. first or second read right away and it felt like to me when he had to come off those early reads that first read that second then he slowed down a little bit and that's how Tampa as a whole was really able to uh, stifle the Eagles and of course let's be fair that Tampa defense and offense was loaded they you know they had just come off a Super Bowl win but I think that's if the Patriots can do that And that's a tall task. You have Devonta Smith. You have A.J. Brown. You have the best offensive line in football in Philly. But if they can force Jalen Hurts to go to his third read, maybe go to his fourth read, slow him down for a second, make him a little bit uncertain, then I think you're going to see them with an opportunity to create that turnover that you say is so vital to them winning. And another piece of this is, I think special teams is going to play a big role. Field position is going to play a big role. Like If you give the Eagles short fields, as good as your defense is, like they're going to make you pay, and they're going to score. So I think if they can slow down Jalen Hurts, though, and make him go on long drives, that's going to be their best hope to be able to slow down the Eagles' offense as a whole.
1: Yeah, I couldn't get A.J. Brown going off when I played with the Eagles. I was like, get them on the ball. I just think that Bill has something up his sleeve that Jalen Hurts is not expecting to see, and – will just kind of add to what, Bel- what Belichick does best is he can frustrate a younger quarterback. The defense is considerably younger than it was last year. You have more guys rotating on that defensive line and who have put in more years, right? Barmore is now into year three himself. So... And, and and then you wonder what Kenyon White can bring you in terms of energy as well, coming in as a rotational player.
2: And even so, Robert Kraft agrees. He said it Thursday that this is one of the youngest teams they have. But as you said, Well, they needed get, that too. I well, mean when yeah, they won
3: the Super Bowl five years older, so. ago. They were one of the right. oldest rosters in the NFL. They had they really had no choice but to get a lot younger. And I as I said to open this segment. This is going to be a weekend that we see how much is that paying off. Because when we look at their defensive starters for tomorrow, like Judon, okay, he's over 30. Jonathan Jones has been here since 2016. But you're going to have a lot of younger and, in some cases, new players, Christian Gonzalez, Kyle Duggar, Marcus Jones could see a lot of time. Christian Barmore is only going to be in his third year. You mentioned Keon White. Josh Uche has only been here since 2020. So you're going to see a lot of either new players or young players playing pretty significant roles for this defense, a defense that no longer has Devin McCourty, no longer has some of those guys that have won multiple Super Bowls really outside of Jonathan Jones. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think they have a guy that's won multiple Super Bowls. So you're going to see a defense that's a lot younger but a lot more athletic than it was the last couple years. Is that going to pay off? Because you're going to need – the smarts of the the previous defenses, but you're going to need the athleticism they have now if you're going to slow down Philly.
1: Well, here's the thing. I would have more faith in Bill Belichick coaching up a young defense and them getting it sure. right than trying to put together a bunch of free agents and having Bill get that right on offense. And so that's why I say, hey, if the score can stay in the teens, if this is a 17-14 game game, with you know, eight minutes left in the fourth quarter, if the Patriots are either up or down 17-14 at that point. I like the Patriots' chances better at that point than if you have to put their office in a situation where they have to come back to two touchdowns or the defense is, is, is just absolutely got exposed as a bunch of young guys. That can all happen. It's KJ and Lions, WEEI, getting you ready for Patriots Sunday tomorrow, 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Next... Is this Mac Jones' final exam? Right now, it's time to trend with Joe Braverman.
2: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
2: You have 47 new voicemails.
0: put the spring back into your step and into your home too shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45 percent. up to 45 percent off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply i sort sure of like that most people are picking us to come
1: in fourth in the division and um i i think
0: there's a a great chemistry uh is a young team too. This is I don't this might be one of the youngest teams. I, I think
1: um, Coach has done a good job overall. I think having Bill O'Brien come here and work with Mac, um, they seem to have great chemistry and uh, I mean I'm actually excited about the team. KJ and Lions, hairbanding. Yeah, this is one of the greatest cowbell songs out there. WEEI, 617-779-7937, text line 37937. That's Robert Kraft kind of laughing under his breath. (laughs) They've got us picked fourth, I see. And everybody in-house is looking well. And I think, John, it starts with Mac Jones, where I think everything is on the line for him this season, and it starts tomorrow. Do you believe that Mac Jones is feeling the pressure of knowing that, you know, the conversation of a fifth-year option may come up at the end of the season? Or do you think that he will overperform expectations, and I don't have them very high?
3: Well, look, I do think he'll be a lot better than he was a year ago. A lot? Last year, look, he played 14 and a half games because he got benched in that Chicago game. I think it was, what, 14 touchdowns, 11 picks. He was under 3,000 yards passing. Like, even his rookie year, like, if he just gets back to that standard, 3,800 yards, 22 touchdowns, that's a lot better than he was last year. So I'm not saying he's going to – like, I personally think he can throw for 4,000 yards, but I'm not saying he's going to come out and be a pro bowler an all-pro or throw for 4,500 yards or 5,000. Like, I don't think that's what's going to happen, but I do think he's going to be better than last year. But I'm glad you brought up the fifth-year option because I think that's a real discussion – Right now, because last year or earlier this spring, I should say, teams had the option to pick up those fifth year options of all the guys they drafted in 2020. KJ, only 16 out of 32 teams picked up a player's fifth year option. Right. Like it's 50%. It's not a sure thing. 14 flat out declined it. Detroit had traded Jeff Okuda to the Falcons, so they couldn't. And then Jordan Love got a one year extension. But we're still talking 14 teams. That flat out declined to pick up a fifth-year option on a first-round pick. So I think so it's, I think a it's not when a sure it's a quarterback, thing. though. No, yeah, and, 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 when it's a quarterback, and you got a fifth right. year. I like, think it's doobie. more pressure when it's a quarterback because it's not a sure thing around the NFL. But then when you have the most important position, and as we just saw from Joe Burrow yesterday or two days ago, the by far highest-paid position in the NFL. I think it's more pressure to make sure you a get that draft pick right. But then for that guy, in this case, Mac Jones. To play well, especially in that third year when the team has to make that decision,
1: yeah, I think he has to be better than his first year, right? Because in his first year, I said this: you'd have to adjust to the speed of the game. You're going to have to learn what's in front of you. Uh, people are going, to, you know, like your tendencies are going to be picked up and everything. So now you're 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 thirty something. You're almost thirty games into a professional career. I think he has to be better than that first year. And at the same time, you don't have a you don't have a defense that's been you know historic what a historic leader and Devin McCourty back there and some of the long term pieces that you know could make up for some of those things so as we've been talking about how the defense has gotten younger you are now part of the older segment of the team right you're now one of the veterans in the room and it, your quarterback has to be the leader so not only do you have to be a little bit better than your first year you have to show more leadership skills on the field there's probably going to have to be maybe one or two fourth-quarter victories that you're going to have to show that you belong in the league because you just can't be an okay quarterback and survive. Okay quarterbacks quickly become backups. And I don't think this the franchise fan base wants to see, okay, the guy that you went and got in the first round from a high-quality program came in and really is just a backup, right? Even if you look at Jimmy Garoppolo, you would say if he was here and with all those injuries— you figure the team may, go, may have gone a little further just because of what he was able to do in San Francisco, but at least now you'd say, okay, the quarterback is now injured. Let's look for somebody else. So this was supposed to be the guy for the next 10 years. He still can be, but clearly tomorrow starts the final exam. Like, you know when you're taking the SAT or ACT, whatever you took, and you open that, they're like, okay, you can now open your exam. Now you got to put pencil to paper. Now scores count. Everything matters. I say he has to be even a little bit better than that first year just because he's been here longer.
3: Yeah, and look, it's a fair point, KJ, and I I would want him to be better than his first year, but I think if he is, let's say, uh, essentially equals his production of his first year, throws between 3,800 and 4,000 yards, 22 to 25 touchdowns, like he's in that range, I think the Patriots and a lot of people can, can look at it as, Well, it's his third offensive coordinator in three years. They really set him back with the coaching setup last year. They have a decent amount of good weapons on the skill group, but they don't have any great ones unless you want to count Stevenson, but they don't have any great real weapons in the past game. So for him to just get back to that, I think would be a really encouraging sign for the team just based off how poorly things went last year with the coaching setup, with his own play. Of course, he missed some games injured. But I think if he can even get back to that, it's a really encouraging sign. Now, for them to be a playoff team and for the fifth-year option to be a no-brainer slam dunk, I think you make a good point that he would have to be better than he was his rookie year. But I think because of the way last year went and the way we're coming into this year with, to your words, some lower expectations, if he is just similar to what he was his rookie year, a lot of people, and I think the team, are going to take that as a really encouraging
1: sign. Thanks for hanging out with KJ and Lions on W E E I six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven text line three seven ninety three seven. Here's Mac Jones on his thoughts about last year.
0: Um, yeah, not really focused on last year. Uh, just trying to move forward and uh, prepare really well. That's all you can do is prepare, and then let that turn into you know game execution. So. At the end of the day, you got to go out there and give it your all and uh, feel confident and have a lot of confidence in the guys and the coaches and um, see where we're at. So
1: here is what was interesting going into the conversation last year. Hey, we want to see Mac Jones be able to cook. Would you want to see Mac Jones cook now, or would you rather see a dependency on the running game and, and probably just game management at this point?
3: So, look, obviously I want to see Mac cook if that's the option because – Just looking at this schedule, like you have Philly tomorrow that can score a lot of points, and is good. Look, I think the Patriots defense is going to be a good unit, potentially a great unit, but they're going against some offenses – like I said, Philly tomorrow, Dallas in week four. Even in between, you have Miami and the Jets. These are all offenses that can put a lot of points on the board. In December, you know, you have the Jets, you have the Bills, you also have Kansas City, you have the Chargers. It, just in the month of December and early junior, you're going to go against a lot of offenses that can put a lot of points on the board. And I think, yeah, you're going to win some games uh, defensively. I, I do think so, but you are going to have – Some games potentially against playoff teams, like I look at that Pittsburgh game, if Kenny Pickett takes a jump forward, I look at that Chargers game with all the firepower on that offense, where as good as your defense is, you're going to have to have a game or two or three where you outscore your opponent to win, and that could be the difference between them making the playoffs or having another... Eight
2: and nine. Seasons. And Mac, so and Mac think, has yet to do that in his no, career. No, no, yeah. no. I don't want to
1: see Matt cook at all. I want to see him. So follow the pattern. Don't move too fast. That needle may stab you. Stick to what's laid out in front of you and put together something nicely. It may look slow. It may be. It may be dull looking. But if it gets you victories and it fits, then that's what happens. I think when you start letting people cook. You don't measure out the salt you need to. You put in too much sugar. There's too much there's too much uh, flour in there. I don't want to see too much improvisation with him if you don't have well, great weapons on when the When I outside.
3: say when I say yeah. Cook, though I'm not saying for him to, you know, screw around and find out. I'm saying for him to play really well in the past. Well, you don't want to see like a behind my, the
2: back pass like Papalumbo no, no, does. No, I'm,
3: I'm I'm all set with that from from anybody except for number 15 Let on DC. So. But, but Let I Max want him so. I want him to be able to be at a point where he can throw for 350 yards, and they can win a game. Because Joe Braverman, our producer, just chimed in. He's 100% right. Have they really seen that so far in his career? Not that he well, hasn't had good passing performances, but he hasn't, at
1: least off the top of my head, I, I had just don't think the skill yard, set is there. I don't think the skill set is there. I really but don't. I think we've got a game manager. I think we've got Jimmy Garoppolo plus. But that's the, at best. But see,
3: that's the key. If, if this is a fifth-year option decision year, and that's what you have, then – You're probably going to be one of those teams like the 16 last year that don't have a fifth year option guy, right? So, whereas if he's good and he's playing well and he's winning games, and I'm not saying they're going to do it every week, and I still think Stevenson is the best player on the offense, but if you're going to be, if he's going to be a guy that you pick up the fifth year option, he's the franchise quarterback, I think you're going to at least this year have to see a couple games, three games. Like, I'm not saying they're going to have to do it all year, but two or three games, you say, okay, he has it in him. And we've seen that too. Across like the Patriots over the last 20 years, when they've brought new quarterbacks in, they don't ask them to throw for 350 yards right away, but they, you see glimpses of that early on to make you feel confident. Whether it was Brady in 01, Castle in 08, Garoppolo early in 2016, and even Mac in early 2021, he wasn't throwing for 350, he wasn't throwing for 400 and blowing teams away, but you saw glimpses like, I, I look at that Dallas loss in overtime in 2021, where Mac played awesome. They scored, I think it was a thirty-one points or twenty-nine, whatever it was in that game. They right. scored a lot of points. They didn't win, but you could feel, oh, you might have something here in
1: this guy. And I think as we look but, at a bigger option like, decision, but do you feel like you've seen that, that again? Have you feel like? No, no, I, I that, agree with you. I right, don't think like we that have. Dallas game is where you said, hey, I think that's where a lot of people said, okay, I'm going to push my eggs into the Mac Jones basket because even though it was a loss, it showed gumption, it showed heart, it showed the ability to fight back. And it seems like after that, we haven't seen too many of those fights, and that's my concern. It's like maybe the real question is: is is Mac Jones willing to believe that he's in a shell or that he's going to come out of one? Well, he's right? talked
2: about being all comfortable and talking about trust and how it's kind of like a reset year. Everyone says he looks comfortable and confident compared to last year, so I think you know just feeling better is going to help him out wait, this season. Wait,
1: have you you know the difference between verbal and nonverbal communication, right? I can tell you all the right things you want to hear. But if I watch your body body language and your facial expressions of things that are going on, that can tell me so much more than your actual words. And I'm saying the body language that you saw from last year, take away like the, the Patricia thing and everything, because at some point those become excuses, especially if you don't progress. So again, I want to see better body language from the person who's the quarterback of the second most valuable franchise in all of football. Is that too much to ask? Can we get some better body language out there? Right, and I hear what
3: you're saying, and my my point is that, yes, I think Stevenson's the best player on the offense, and yes, I think they're going to run the ball a lot, especially in the first half of the year, if not the entire year, and they went out and signed Zeke Elliott too, but I think we've seen some glimpses here and there of Mac Jones being able to throw for 300 or more yards and put some points on the board. But we haven't seen a ton, and I think this year if they're going to be a team that fights for a playoff spot and if Mac Jones is going to be a guy that they want to pick up the fifth-year option on, we're going to need to see a few of those performances. Like I'm not saying they need to go into every week saying, hey, we've got to outscore our opponent. He's got to throw for 350. He's got to throw for 400. No, their running game is going to be good enough and their defense is going to be good enough. They're not going to have to do that a lot, but I do think... There are going to have to be some games where they do that, and that's just the reality of the NFL too. Like even these mobile – like Lamar Jackson, people think he's a run-first guy. He's a great passer too. Jalen Hurts on Sunday, he's a great passer. Yeah, he's a mobile guy, and he runs like a running back, but he's also a – at least last year was a great passer. So I think if you're Mac Jones and you want that fifth-year option picked up, and if you're the Patriots and you want to fight for a playoff spot, no, you're not going to need 17 games of Mac cooking and throwing for 350, but you are going to need two or three games where he, in the passing game, is able to outscore their opponents. And I think that when we look back on this season, regardless of what happens, and we talk about Mac's fifth-year option, which I think they're probably going to pick up anyway just because of cost-wise, but when we look at do they pick it up, do they not, we're going to try to identify, hey, were there games where Mac carried them that we can then roll over to, hey, in the future, if their receiving core improves or they continue to improve the offensive line, he's going to be able to do that to more and more, and then you're going to be a real contender. Because I think in today's NFL, it's tough for me to find a contender where the quarterback can't win you at least a game or two in the playoffs.
1: You have to. Ten minutes away from uh, the Lions Den here on KJ and Lions, W-E-E-I, good Saturday to you. Look, you mentioned how the game has changed, and, and, and I hear when you're saying the different things, What Brady did, you know, 15 years ago, and then becoming really like the the biggest cyborg at the quarterback history in terms of his mental capacity to process things. So the game was never going to be as fast as his mind. Now we're in a situation where the game is so much faster, and it feels like maybe there's a processing issue along with a bad offensive line. Now, right? If we're going to have the conversation about Patrician Judge running things last year, I would say the bigger onus was. That they could not get an offensive line to play their position because hell, that's what they used to coach. So I, I don't get how the speed of the game Matt can get on the highway fast enough. Right? You well, are in the car? Part of last it's like year if, I feel like a moped is, is on the pike a little bit but, with this guy.
3: Part of last year is it felt like the offensive coaching setup set up, didn't give them an opportunity, didn't give him an opportunity to change things, to process things. We saw early in the year they weren't. Really audibling at all at the line. They never used motions in their offense. I mean, it was pretty vanilla, pretty stagnant in what they were doing.
1: So I think do you now, think, let me ask you on what gonna you just be, said. On what you ahead. just said. Do you think they did not audible with him because of his processing? No, I think that was a coaching issue.
3: I mean, in year one, Mac was able to change things at the line. Mac was able to adapt. And I know early in the year they didn't do much of it under Josh McDaniels when Mac was a rookie. But it felt like as the year went on, he was able to do. More and more of that, and I and think And, John, get even, back when it, to that. even
2: when they were audibling uh, last year, it wasn't, like, substantial. It was just like, okay, right. shift the run, like, just barely. It wasn't like, okay, we're right. going to go from run to pass well, or pass to and, run. And I
3: think one thing to look at is what after the no. season, Andrew Callahan of the Boston Herald came out with that great piece about, you know, kind of the dysfunction and uncertainty with the Patriots' offense during the year. One thing that stood out to me is he mentioned that in training camp, the offensive staff last year had you know a few pages, and I am maybe underrating it a little, but a few pages of plays to install each day, whereas Josh McDaniels had always had double that. And previous coordinators had always had double that. I think there's a lot more tools in the tool chest now for them to be able to adapt. So I think you're going to see more of that than a year ago. I, I really don't think it was a Mac thing last year. I think it was they wanted to make the offense so basic in part because of who was coaching, but in part because they had this idea that, oh, we have these athletes and they'll just play really fast and it'll be better, and obviously we know it wasn't. I think you're going to see more complexity this year and more opportunities to do that. Now, uh, well, will it this. pay off? I, will, remains to be seen,
1: but I think you're going to see more of it. So Vegas has it at about seven and a half games for the Patriots to win this year. So let's say the seven side hits. So if a team is seven and ten, is that an indice that Mac had a great year or are we are we really still at square one in terms of the quarter the future of the quarterback
3: yeah it's a great question because and I I wonder if you would agree with this or not KJ I could see Mac Jones playing better than he did a year ago but the Patriots still winning fewer games because their schedule is so tough and that offensive line especially a tackle so much uncertainty and even at receiver like I like Hunter Henry I think Mike Kosicki will be good for this offense but there's whispers about Juju Smith Schuster's knee. Kayshawn Booty and Pop Douglas are rookies. You know, Tyquan Thornton's already on IR. Like there right. is some uncertainty that and I, look, I think Kendrick Bourne's gonna have a much better year. I think there's gonna be other you know, Devontae Parker will have a good year, but there is real uncertainty there. So I, I could see a scenario where they go eight and nine again, but we feel a lot better about Mac. Or they win yeah. seven games where we feel a lot but still, you know, do you really feel that much better if you have a losing record for the second year in a row?
1: As Bill Parcells said, your record says who you are. It's KJ and Lions. Weei. Next, we go into the Lions Den. Plus, we got to check in on what are what are you got your snacks ready for tomorrow? And we still have our three top Brady moments of all time. hangout on Weei. Good Saturday to you. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way.
2: Bill Belichick uh, said, "Quote, um, and then labeled you arguably the best player in the league." Um, a twofold question, but what's your uh, reaction to that? And um, building on, you know, preparing for the Patriots, what makes him, you know, going up against a Bill Belichick team so uh, you know, difficult or the challenges that come with that? I think he's um, arguably one of the best coaches to um, ever coach this game. You know, the, the consistency he's been able to have and the production he's been able to have, and obviously how he impacts everybody from afar. I see that and um, I have a lot of respect for that. So those are those are nice words from him. And I think, again, you're talking about um, a really good team, a really good defense, um, a well-coached team. And um, for us, you know, we just have to control the things that we can going into this game.
1: KJ and Lions, W-E-E-I, 617 779 7937 7 Text line is 37937. That's Jalen Hurts knowing the strength of the Patriots, is the defense. In about 15 minutes, we'll hear about Bill Belichick's thoughts on facing Jalen Hurts in that offense. Uh, and still to come, we're about three minutes away from the debut of the Lions' den. All right, Joe Braverman, what we got the text line?
2: Let's just get the text line up here. Here we go. Uh, 978 Texter says, we'll be happy if Mac matches his first year because last year didn't work. Mac has to let loose, KJ.
1: Yeah, so again, is it really about getting back to square one going into year four? I think you have to see an improvement upon that because at that time, he'd never seen the NFL. He wasn't up to the speed of the game. He showed some flashes, but now you have to be a little bit better than that if we're talking about a fifth-year quarterback, John.
3: Yeah, but I think last year he a he missed three games, then he got benched against Chicago, and the numbers were so low and things were so dysfunctional on that offense. If he matches what he did his rookie year, or close you know, or around that, that's a huge improvement from last year. And I think, <laughs> but I think the issue is is the the team set him back to square zero last year. Like so, it's still an improvement. And like, look, I think we talked about it with the fifth year, fifth year option stuff. It's a no-brainer fifth-year option pickup if he's better than his rookie year. If he's the same, I still think you probably pick it up, but it's a, you know it's at least a decision there. But I think given what happened last year, if he's equal to his rookie year, that probably is still a much more encouraging sign than what we saw last year because then you can say, hey, Bill O'Brien will be here another year. They'll get better. They'll build on it. They'll eventually fix the right tackle position or, or you know, and improve the skill group. So you can really build on a lot. If he is worse than his rookie year then you have a major problem right yeah, but I, if he is equal to his rookie year at least you can sit there and say hey last year was just a disaster on a lot of fronts but he's back to that progression he's getting back to why they drafted him in the first round and you at least have some encouraging signs going into that fourth year like you are no,
1: talking about. no 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 if he plays just as good as his first year they say you play out that fourth year good luck
3: Good luck. But the issue is, yeah. and, and uh, with a lot of positions, you might be you might be right. But that fifth year option at quarterback is going to be in the twenty to twenty five million dollar a year range, which is a ton of money. And so, but considering yourself, what right Joe Burrow now, just got, considering what minute. other quarterbacks got, that's still going to be a lot less money than is, if you went out and signed it or traded for a legit big time. Yeah, is is even Mac, if the is comparison... Mac
1: Jones a 21, $22 two million dollar quarterback right now. Right now, no, but they don't have to decide okay. right now. They decide, you know, eight months from now. But you say if he's just as good as his first year, then they can decide right but now. But if he's him- as
3: good as his
2: first year, that would be better than he is right now.
1: Yeah, Joe, what's that second text? The second
2: text, <laughs> well, actually, the second text uh, goes against you once again, KJ339 says, we see, we saw what Mac can do as a rookie with a real offensive coordinator.
1: Okay. Yeah. And, a, and a losing 10-ish. schedule at that time. At that, Do you remember? They had a favorable schedule that first year because they were so bad the year before. All these things play into it. So, again, if we're getting back to, hey, if we get back to a reset to year one, guess what? You're back at year one. There has to be some type of advancement. It's like the 34-hour sophomore in college. I got to know that at least you're moving forward and not you're st- stuck at the same amount of hours.
3: But I think... What they got in year one would be a big step forward from what they got last year, and part of that was Mac's fault. Part of it wasn't his fault, but if they got so year one, if they want That's year one, reset. but year one, if thirty, if Mac throws for thirty-eight hundred to four thousand yards this year, we're going to look at that as a major upgrade from what they got last year and an encouraging sign. Like it's, it's not reset. also, it's also not his fault. That when Josh McDaniels left they didn't have a plan at offensive coordinator and when Dante Scarnecchia left, they didn't have a plan at offensive line coach and they didn't have a plan at quarterback's coach. Well, I guess technically they had a plan, yeah, but K-J, it wasn't K-J, a it's good like, one. Would you rather oh, a reset minute.
2: Or no. take a step back.
1: What I hear is excuses, right? Because let's say we get... But they're real we, things. We get, here's the thing, though. He had the worst offensive coaching setup so in the NFL four, last year. So year four, we're looking at a quarterback to reset to year one levels. That, no, is year that three, we're, we're looking at him to going be into as year good four, as he was. Going into year four, we're going to say, hey, our quarterback is just as good as he was in year one, and we're about to go into year four. That,
3: well, me if you add the context in that they were awful last year and they had a terrible setup,
1: I think we would be encouraged if he's as good as he was.
2: As yeah, KJ, would you rather like, than reset? You want to be better than that. Would you rather
3: them reset you, to You know one.
1: There's a third choice. You go and draft somebody else. That's you, right. Maybe that's that, the other thing that no one wants to say. And I
3: think if, if he's worse than his rookie year, that's going to be on the table. But I think if he's equal to it, they're going to look at it as, hey, we'll pick up the fifth-year option and we'll see how year four goes. Or they and then say, maybe hey, we jacked there. ourselves a quarterback but, and we now but have the other a issue, fire. too, is if – like let's say they're in the middle of the first round, and I know we're getting ahead of ourselves here, but if they're in the middle of the first round next year, like they're not are you gonna get somebody better than Mac Jones there? Have you the, seen like the you're quarterbacks not getting Caleb Williams around in college you're not getting, right now. But <laughs> Caleb Williams, Drake May, those guys are top five picks. Like I, I don't know there if you're are getting that guy, there. guy there are, at fifteen. I
1: think I think this is gonna be one of the more richer quarterback drafts because no one see saw all these guys coming out of left field. And let Anthony Richardson finish with seven wins then you have a case for like, okay, here's a guy who was absolutely raw he, and ooh, can get I'd you seven, surprised. right? If he could get he you seven, with, seven, right? But if he does, then suddenly you know, like, okay, but, you but he was having, a top five pick too. But he's a he's a complete work, right? Like he's yeah. A, no, com- I agree with you. He's there. a complete work. So all right, six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven text line three three seven. Continue the conversation here with KJ Lyons. It's now time for the debut of. See the one about Lions? Can't lose to this. Enough. King of the jungle. <laughs> <I> felt... <laughs> 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 It is now time to go into the Lions' den where I will put forth subjects for mauling or for meowing. First, the, the Eagles' defensive line, John. It was the best pass rush in the NFL last year. Roar against the Patriots or meow? Oh yeah, they're going to roar.
3: And look, I don't think they're going to sack Mac Jones six or seven times, but they're going to get home. I mean, this is a defensive line that had seventy sacks last year. The next closest team had fifty-five, and they have essentially everybody back. Like Javon Hargrave left, and they replaced him with Jalen Carter, <laughs> up in top ten pick, right? So, and they have Josh Sweat, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Derek Derek Barnett. I mean, this is a loaded loaded front seven. I didn't even mention Nolan Smith, who I absolutely love coming out of Georgia, too.
1: I have to agree with you. Let that roar get another stretch in there. Yeah, if you're carrying 11 offensive linemen, might as well just call them red meat. I'm with you, John. Look, right, because right, if you're talking about nearly 25% of your entire squad is for five positions, you don't have five position men there. Uh, I it, to, to 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 offset it, I don't think you'll see two tight end sets going out running for errands, running for th- throws. I think they they stay back and get as much protection. If anything, let those alignment go forward on the defense. Uh, but again, if you get into third and seven situations, the Eagles defense will roar. All right, Patriots wide receivers. Look, the Pats just added Juju Smith-Schuster, and they've put two rookies into the receiving group. Roar against the Eagles or meow? So can I say like half roar? Because it, I mean I can't. There's no I, I think roar. Not, I think, no, no. I think Napoleon they roar. I, 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 think, look, I think no. I think they roar. where you have a liger. roar or you just, look, yeah.
3: I I think they have a good day, and I think they have to right because you're going to have some difficulty running the ball, and Mac Jones is going to have to get the ball out quick against that pass rush. They're going to have to have a really good day, and I think they do have a good day against
1: Philly. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. Here, kitty, kitty. Look, the defense for the for the, the Eagles, they're going to want to make Mac Jones beat them with his arm. These receivers, now some of them will know what to expect, but others don't know. And because of that, that uncertainty will allow for the Patriots receivers to, to kind of underwhelm in spots, especially when they're needed to. I would have more faith in the tight ends than I would the receivers in this game. Alright, final subject to the Lions Den, Bill O'Brien. Look, he was the must-have for the Patriots this offseason when it comes to the offense. Roar on Sunday? Or no?
3: Oh, I think he I think he roars. And I think there is some you know, there's going to be some frustrations there. There's gonna be some growing pains. As good as Bill O'Brien was in 2011 here, as good as he was at Alabama, him and Mac Jones have not worked in a game together. So And it's been a while since he was an NFL OC. So I think he's going to help the Patriots keep it close,
1: but there will be some growing pains there. Well, I'm going to say he roars just because his name is not Matt Patricia or Joe Judge. (laughs) Yeah, true. The bar is not that high. (laughs) I I mean, we're pretty much talking about a hyena laying there with three missing legs. Look, anything is going to be better than what you saw in the lack of what you didn't see last year. So I think just in that alone, now honestly, if you if you ask me, I thought there was probably a move to try and get Bill O'Brien here for the last four games of last year, and Nick Saban was like, no, you're not going to go until the contract is done. So I thought O'Brien was the target all along. I think the offense will look better. We'll get into a game score next hour, plus our favorite three Brady moments as we celebrate Tom Brady at halftime tomorrow, the second half. Of JJ, KJ, I call myself JJ. It's because you have a J in you. Because it's KJ and Lions next on WEEI. Thanks for hanging out.
0: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's
3: over
1: here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch